episode 246. Thank you all for listening to episode 245, a Christmas cameo. I am Mantis Toboggan, MD, here with my co-host. Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) The Doctor of Style, Cody. (laughs) Uh, So, Christmas has passed. Y'all got your uh, your Christmas gift from the wonderful Gilberg. Thanks again to Gilberg for Gilberg. the wonderful cameo. Gilberg. 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 So uh, we got to thank some people real quick, and then I got to get into something I missed on the uh, wrestler on the sports show. We had a jam packed show that had to have been two hours, a little over two hours. Um, but uh, first, we got to thank Wes Anderson for Mind Quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Wear Clothing, first and primary sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Visit allworkclothing.com. Mention Over the Line Sports Podcast, and Brandon will hook you up with all of your needs. It could be signs. It could be clothing. It could be anything that you can imagine. Get your logo on it. You Hell, you can get our logo on it. we got to approve it first, but we might do it, just depending on what you're getting it on. So thank you to Brandon at All Work Clothing, allworkclothing.com. Thanks to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Um, the North Pole. I like it. Thank you to Sean. He can help you with all of those landscaping needs you might have. We don't know what it would be. He's still doing some landscaping right now. But uh, just so you know, the uh, video is now on the Facebook. You guys are tagged, so everybody can see it. Yeah, Laura, Laura just laughed at it. Did you show her, or did she just happen to watch it, Cody? You're on mute. I haven't been. She just happened to see it. I haven't uh, been able to make it all the way upstairs. So, I <laughs> so she got to see it. Get up there. Yeah. So. Uh, so it was perfect. But uh, we also got to, but Sean, let me go back, Sean, real quick. So he can help you with your landscaping needs if you still have them at this point. I don't know if he's still planting trees, but he could if you need to. Ground's not too hard yet. I know he's selling a mower right now, 150 bucks on the sales site. An old craftsman riding mower. Says it has an oil leak. He doesn't want to mess with it. You can buy that from him or you can buy his services. Again, 419-704-5471. Last but not least, thank you to Connell Barrett, datingchanceformation.com. If you want to have the greatest sparkler entrance, make your ladies light up, get that light heavyweight title around your belt or around your waist, get that light heavyweight title belt around your waist, you need to reach out to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. We might not be able to make you a Goldberg, but we could make you a Gilbert with Connell Barrett's expertise. And Gilbert was better than Goldberg anyways. Everyone knows that. Everyone wants Everyone a Everyone knows that. Nobody the wants a Goldberg. The baddest in the business. The baddest burger in the business so you need to reach out to connell barrett go to datingtransformation.com get that free consultation hook you up read or uh, you know make sure you mention uh, over the line sports pod to him so at least you know shows that we're doing something around here still haven't gotten one yet but one of these days one of these days somebody will somebody will take us up on that i think uh crawlspace jake might need that soon <laughs> but i don't know if he could afford it i don't know if he can afford that <laughs> Oh, God. So, yeah, I think you named the episode, though, Baddest Burger in the Business. I think that's what it is. 
baddest burg in the biz. There we go. All right. So I want to get to this question uh, real quick from Andy. I apologize to Andy. I will let him know to listen to the wrestling show uh, for this sports question. His, what he asked us in our messenger, Barry, you might've seen it already, but yeah. he could, he can. So he said that, uh, so what he did was compared Philip Rivers to Dan Marino and Jeremy thinks he is a Rivers lover. And so what Andy had to say is they both massively underachieved as NFL QBs as far as playoffs and Super Bowl appearances. Tell him he's wrong. I mean, he's really not. It's just, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. I, I don't think say that, they underachieved. They, I'd say they were like the, they were the the Charles Barkley, uh, you know, Patrick Ewing of their eras. You know, like they always they were always on, you know, good teams, but they weren't on too many great teams. I mean, like Philip Rivers, the I think mean, I think the best team he had ever been on. Was that Chargers team that lost in the was it the AFC Championship to the mm-hmm. Patriots? Yeah, and then that team was kind of, you know, had some some bad mojo on it because I think didn't he get hurt that game? And then the the Damian Thomason got hurt that game too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah so I mean, I mean, you know, the, I think there's just. That's the thing is there's just a difference. Like Marino, Marino legitimately is one of the best passers in NFL history. That's the difference between between him and Rivers. Like Rivers is solid, but I mean Marino, Marino was just a better talent than Phillip Rivers was. Marino just literally had lesser if Marino had Ladanian Tomlinson, Marino probably would have won a Super Bowl. Marino didn't right. have that shit. Yeah. So Rivers had talent around him. He just he just had Marty Schottenheimer as a coach. Just couldn't get over that hump. I mean, Philip Rivers would also lose you a game for as much as he could win you a game, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, Marino's not going out there giving you, you know, four touchdowns and three turnovers. Yeah. Yeah, the – the uh, and, you know, I agree. You know, I agree with him that they uh, – they under they underachieved, you know, but I think Philip Rivers underachieved more. He had more talent surrounding him throughout. Dan Marino statistically is a better quarterback, and I think we all agree, even without the statistics, is a better quarterback than Philip Rivers. Hey, Philip Rivers is Marino for having bad teams around him. Though. No, but you put him on any, you know, you put him on any of these teams today. You put him on the Dolphins team today. He's going to make it a lot different than it is, and they're still pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying like, – I'm not saying Phil Rivers is bad. I'm just saying Marino is more talented no, than Rivers was. Completely agree. I, I don't think you can really compare them because, I mean, I get it. Any You can compare anyone that is a decent quarterback that doesn't have a Super Bowl ring. I mean – Right, that's like when you – and Phillip Rivers is – Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, Phillip Rivers is good. I mean, he's above average, but he's not great. Like, there's a difference, you know, between good and great. Marino was great. Marino was great. I agree that they underachieved, but, you know, if you would have gave a supporting cast to Marino, he would have won a Super Bowl or a two. If if Andrew Luck would have actually finished out his career, 
and never never won a Super Bowl, um, never make it to a Super Bowl, but make it to a couple conference title games, then Andrew Luck could have been compared to Dan Marino because they would have had the same skills, in my mind. Mm-hmm. In my mind, and because I, Andrew Andrew Luck is a he's very talented, but right, I don't right. think if he would I think if he would have played, look I mean just look at what he's got. You got to go up against Mahomes. You got to go up against Rogers. I mean he had against you know end of prime Roethlisberger. So he just same thing with Marino. Marino ran into Bernie Kosar. I mean Marino ran into John Elway. I mean that's the thing is that that he played the AFC was tough. So it, it's, that's what, that's what sucks too, man. I mean, that's just, just how it happens. Sometimes you, you are great and the team doesn't quite come along and you know, you just, you got stats, but you got nothing else to show you. Stafford. There it is. He, he is the math. He'll be the Matthew Stafford would be a better comparison to Dan Marino in my mind than Philip Rivers. Yeah. Or I think that would be the comparison. I mean, you could say that about Peyton Manning. If they don't play the bears, with Rex, what, Rex Grossman was there? Rexy, Rexy? Yeah. If they don't play the Bears with Rex Grossman, I mean, who's to say Peyton Manning has that Super Bowl? Oh, he has two Super Bowls, though. And, and then that defense that was just as good as that Bears defense that year, if not better, I mean, Denver had a top five defense, too. Yep. You know, so, I mean, who's to say if he's not on those teams, we could easily say Peyton Manning. It'd be Peyton Manning and uh, and Dan Marino in that conversation. Well, you can also talk about Drew Brees. If they didn't have some of those miracles, now they ended up beating the Colts in that Super Bowl, but mm-hmm. if they didn't have you know the onside kick on the at the start of the second half, they didn't have, just, no, I all say that momentum. Brees. But he's there too, statistically. I statistically I, speaking, I ain't talking statistically. I'm watching the game. He's still up there, and they're always winning with him. They weren't shit until he got there. Who the Saints? Yeah. They were still going to the playoffs before he got there. With they who? were a playoff team before the Saints were a playoff team before Drew Brees got there. They had um oh my gosh, what was that dude's name? That was with um it was Aaron Blake. Or not Aaron Blake. What was uh what was that quarterback's name? Because that was when Joe Horn was there and um Deuce Staley. Like well, they here. had team. I thought that was. I thought that was. I thought Breeze was there though when they. No, those guys he wasn't there. Then. So no. look, Breeze that got there in what? Oh, Breeze got there in. He started there in 06, right? Yep, they were. So, they were a playoff team before that. They were the year before. Card. The year before he got there, they were three and thirteen. Okay, the year before he got there, but uh, no, that, yeah, the five years before that, they they were, before he got there, they didn't make the playoffs. Then they made they it in 2000. Then they made it in they 2000. Went. Hold on. I'm telling you. They got there in 2006 with him there, lost in the conference championship. Five years before, they didn't make it. In 2000, they made it, lost in the divisional round. And then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years before that, they didn't make the playoffs. So before he was there, they made it one out of 14 years. But look what division they were in, though. That was. But you just told me they good. made the. I'm you just, told me they, they were they, making they it. They were still. They were still a respectable team before he got there. But they were a completely different team when he did get there. By the time he did get there. But I'm telling you, before then, because they were playing the Rams and, and going back and forth with the Rams and the Bucks. Oh, yeah. And you're fighting for playoff spots. 
before oh, Drew Brees got there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So but, it ain't like Drew Brees was this franchise savior. Like they're trying to make him out to be because they but won a you Super Bowl. just told me they were in the playoffs all the time. They were there one out of 14 it. years. And I know you got a lot going on. You got me, you got the kid, <laughs> you got everything going on. See, even your kid agrees with me. Your kid agrees with me. He's like, Daddy, shut up. <laughs> talking about the Saints made the playoffs. They were still a good team before Drew Brees got there. They weren't like fucking, they weren't no fucking, they weren't the Jets. Right. But, Andy, thank you for the question. I know it was a sports yeah. question. Um, you know, look at it. What you got to tell, yes, they underachieved. You know what you should go say is, since um, your boy Jeremy disagrees with you and thinks you're delusional, what you should go back and say is, well, you know who else underachieved? Carl Malone and John Stockton. That's what you just want to say to him. <laughs> and then you'd be done with Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then you'd be done with that conversation. Oh, so, so, Andy, we love the questions, man. Bring them to us. We like when people ask us questions outside yeah, of that. Yeah. Say they really underachieved neither though. They were exactly who I they know, were. they ran into the bulls. No, they were who they were. They fucking had a three year window and they were good for three years. Because they so, used to get smacked by um, they got smacked up by they get smacked up by Houston, San Antonio, and the Lakers. Right. So the um the uh, I I just saw this came in. Did you see a Kirk Herbstreit's kid committed to Ohio State? I don't even know what he does. Oh, he's, he's a walk on. He didn't commit anything. Oh, they right. they were trying to say he's committing to Ohio State, so he's committing his walk on to Ohio yeah. State. Yeah, he's he's gonna be a walk on. Yeah. He's, right. just go, he's just going there because grandpa and dad went there. It's just a family thing. Right. I was going to say, he's a legacy. And family tradition. That's, that's fine. I ain't tarnished, but it ain't exactly all that shiny As long as he don't see the field, he's not daddy. Uh, the, um, People are Gosh. confused. Talked about wrestling on the last episode, sports on this episode. <laughs> They're gonna think we're drunk. We're not. I'm not drinking. Oh, I am. <laughs> I'm glad one of us is. All right, Jeremy is ready for trivia. You got the updated standings? Yeah, updated standings are uh, Mr. Montes T. Baggin, MD, with seven thirty. Cody B. Bryant Blair with six thirty-four. Um, myself, Santa Claus with 654, Parrot 235, Dub 29, Wes Anderson 7, and Security Jeff 1. It's good that Wes Anderson's going to be back on here. I He needs to get off that 7 mark, so be looking forward to that. Yeah, he'll jump on and be like, I still have 7? <laughs> yeah, nothing's going to change. All right. Man, all I hear is a kid in the background. That's all we're going to hear on this show, Cody. Frank's guy, bingo. <laughs> That's all I'm going to hear. All right, here we go. First up, two WWE Hall of Famers worked together on the book Christmas Chaos. Who wrote the book and who provided the illustrations? I know who wrote the book. I'm going to take a stab in the dark on the illustrations. 
Where's my chat? The there we go. Oh boy. <laughs> As your kids. I don't know either, so I'm just. Right. Oh, wait, I'm trying to think because I know someone is. Oh, I got it. Drawer was. Yeah, I'm, I know whose book it is, and I'm taking a guess on the drawing. I don't know whose book it is, and I'm taking a guess on the drawing. <laughs> there we go. All right, I'm ready, ready, though. You ready, bingo? I'm ready. All right, one, two, three, and go. All right. Well, I assumed it was Foley just because he's the only one I know who actually writes books, and Lawler is the one. Um, can... And still on payroll. Yep. Yeah. There we go. No, there we go. And Lawler is the uh, illustrator. We know he's a good uh, artiste. Yeah, he was the one. We the, the podcast does not condone the beating of children. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next up for two points, we'll do closest to the number. How many tribute to the troop shows have there been thus far, including this year's? Oof. Too many. Are you ready, Cody? There's too many that answers. Thing. I'm trying to think when they first went over there. 19. All right, I'm ready. All right, one, two, three, and go. 19, 18, and 14. Mm -hmm. Damn, on the nose, Bear. 2002, boys. Come on now. Was it, oh, yeah, I ain't right wasting my time watching that one. 9-11. 9-11 was 2001. Finally, for three points, what Christmas theme match did Alberto Del Rio and John Chena have on December 24th edition of Raw in 2012? What Christmas-themed match? Fuck. Okay, I'm gonna try to make up the stupidest thing I think that creative would come up with here and see if I can get in their creative. Right. I don't know the answer, so. Oh, <sighs> uh, this is about as WWE as I can come up with. Same here. You'll appreciate so, it. Tell me when you're ready, Cody. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. On a second. And Barrington. I'm trying to think here. Damn, this game is close. Trying to think of how dumb can the WWE get? Oh, oh that's a rhetorical question, my friend. Uh, if you're watching the game, don't ruin it for me because I know yours is probably ahead for me. I'm watching the 91 Royal Rumble, so I'm not. But I can tell you that <laughs> Sergeant Slaughter beat uh, Ultimate Warrior. So if, I hope that Damn doesn't it. for you. Well, my I'm ready. Spoiler I'm ready. alert. I'm ready when you are. I'm ready. All, All right. right. One, two, three, and go. We've got Santa's sweaty sack match, mistletoe match, and Miracle on 34th Street fight. <laughs> Cody, you got to be right. Mistletoe match. About, oh, Cody's got to be right. I'm mistletoe oh, match. Oh, Miracle on 34th Street yeah, fight. Yeah, I, I was about to say, I was like, that's got to be right. That sounds way that's too good. I was like, that was about the dumbest I could come up with. <laughs> <laughs> the dumbest I could come up with is what I put. <laughs> Santa's sweaty. Isn't that the one where he, 
Isn't that the one where he ran Santa over with the car? He hit him with the car? Del Rio? Never even knew, heard, or saw about that match. They hit that motherfucker with a car. <laughs> well, they had to get Santa. <laughs> hit him yeah. with a car. Yeah. And you could also say the Jazz came out of a weak West at that point in time, too. Oh, boy. I'm just saying, I'm just, it's the truth. I mean, what was that, 97, 98? They came out. Sean Kemp was past his prime. Gary Payton was past his prime. Wow. I won't rule, I won't spoil it. Don't spoil um, it. You said wow. Yeah, yeah that's it. Um, but I mean, I'm, yeah, the Sonics were past their prime. Shaq hadn't come into his prime yet. Kobe hadn't been drafted. Uh, Fuck the you, Giannis. Retired. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, trying to think of the West. Oh, Tim Duncan uh, wasn't in the league yet. See, 97, 98, that was Kobe's like rookie year. But they had Del Harris as a coach. So... Yeah, man, the West wasn't all that strong when the Jazz came out. I mean, to be perfectly honest. Same. Same. Yeah. Steven Adams, eight points, eight boards, two blocks, three assists, four steals. What a clean sheet right there. Who's he playing for now? New Orleans? Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. They picked him up down there. Well, let's go into let's let's get this wrestling show done quick because there's not a shitload of stuff to talk about. Um, let's talk about the TLC results first. So, uh, Dub had six, Bear four, me four, Cody five, Parrot three. Um, Daniel Bryan's team won as we thought it would, and then I know Cody Bryan said be ready for a push for for our old friend Biggie. Big E, formerly. No, I said so much. I said so much for his push. But wait, it is now, well, we're recording on Wednesday the 23rd, but SmackDown was pre-recorded. Spoiler alert, Big E is going to win the Intercontinental title on Christmas two days ago. So, uh, new Intercontinental champion, Big E, will beat Sami Zayn on Christmas, which was two days ago. So, <laughs> spoiler for us, we haven't seen it yet. Why are they are pre-taping shit? Because it's the ho- it's Christmas on Friday, <laughs> they're actually giving people time off, as they should, right? I mean, sure, but still, yeah. mm. I mean, that right. pre-tape stuff was like ninety-five. Right, you can't right. you can't pre-tape shit in this time. Everyone knows what's going on. Well, they pre-taped AEW shit for the next well. two. Right, I say impact. They still, well, I guess say to me what they're done for the year. I like that. Yeah, yeah. You and there are other people, right? Everybody else is watching on Twitch. I don't think I'm the only person watching on like actual cable. Everybody else is streaming it. Streaming it. Still a better show. Um, the Hurt Business beat New Day. (laughs) Not surprised, uh, even though three of us, three people took New Day. Sasha beat Carmella. Roman beat Kevin Owens. 
Ashka and Charlotte are your new tag team champions, women's tag team champions. And Charlotte Drew McIntyre, Miz cashed in, and Drew McIntyre ended up winning the TLC match to keep his title against AJ Styles and the Miz. And then there was a live murder at the end of the show. Uh, <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> Randy Orton, the only one that took him, Cody Bryant, Randy Orton buries the fiend, burns him alive. So is that character yeah, dead? Yeah. It was dead the first time he lost. I know, but do you think they're killing it off? Uh, yeah, it's done. You ain't getting nothing else from that. Like, you're not getting anything out of that, man. They ruined it. While he was on SmackDown, they ruined it. So, honestly, it was dead. The second they pulled out that fucking mallet at Hell in a Cell, that's when it died. So, it was already dead. They just kind of, you know, burned the, they just burned the body at this point. <laughs> literally. So Yeah, they burned yeah. it. Yeah, like literally. Like this was that's all this was. This was the the formal like cremation. It was already dead then. When when they tried to turn it into a cartoon character like some type of like shitty B movie uh B movie horror film monster with the mallet. It was over then. So to end the year in wrestling, because that was the last wrestling show, uh, I am at 118 and a half and win the season. 105, 103, 105 for Bear, 103 for Cody, 100 for Dub, 75 for Parrot. Season over. Um, <laughs> no, Parrot, 75. Yeah. So uh, the next one we will get will be next year, probably the Royal Rumble. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting. We'll do our normal stuff like we tend to do with wrestling and the Royal Rumble. All right. Uh, also, uh, Bear, or not Bear, but Cody, Frank's guy, Bingo, his favorite show is coming up on January 4th, which will be Fucking Legends right. Night on Raw, Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. Uh <laughs> I get them ratings back. I get them ratings back. I did. I pulled a swerve on his ass. He thought I was going to talk about swerve. New Japan. Nope. Swerve, bro. <laughs> swerve, that was a good bro. one. <laughs> a good heel turn right there. God damn. I'm gonna turn that my was heel. Big show esque right there. Good God. <laughs> good God. <laughs> yeah. So I'm assuming then, Cody, you're going to watch it or? Hell no. I ain't wasting no time on that. <laughs> yeah, damn. I, man, I, if I'm going to watch some old man come back with some makeup on, I'll watch AEW and let Sting come back. Sting! <laughs> Sting! <laughs> oh, look at, look at Giannis missing that second free throw to lose the game. Love him. <laughs> look like he tried to miss it on purpose. Oh, no, never mind. No, nah, that was just regular shot. No, he missed straight up. He had yeah, to make it to tie. Yeah, he missed that. That's, never mind. Yeah, but um, the but anyway. Yeah, but this is this is WWE's problem. They think, and you know, the, honestly, 
it's pro wrestling in America, the United States. It's, it's North American pro wrestling. Well, I won't say North America because we had to count in Mexico too. And I don't know. I, I don't have access to Mexican wrestling. But in the United States, this is the problem with United States wrestling and wrestling pro wrestling fans in general. They, you know, they rely on the past so much that when guys from the future, when the future actually happens, or even guys in the present, they don't get a chance to freaking show who they really are and, and, you know, get over with the crowd and get a following like those guys from the past did because you keep bringing it back. You know, it's like an ex-girlfriend that you don't get over. Mm-hmm. That's a good analogy. I like that because it is. You're right. You want to get these guys over, and then ah, we're gonna bring in Sting. Ah, we're gonna right. We're, you know, I, it's just ah, I don't know. Yeah, it's like oh, we had a low rating. We had our lowest rating of, uh, and then and then the the world they want to be so insulated and not realize that you know, hey, there's other shit going on in the world. The night that Raw had their lowest rating ever, that was the Browns-Ravens game on Monday Night Football, which was easily the best game, you know, in of this, of this season, if not maybe the last, I don't know, two or three years, at least on Monday Night Football. Yeah, and on top of that, I mean, it's, it doesn't matter anyways because no one's into any of their storylines. Like, right. someone – you know, at least like when they're like, so when AEW kind of started up and even a few years ago, like on Twitter, you'd see people like, oh man, that's the storyline's actually pretty good getting into it. You don't see it anymore. It's just kind of like, meh, like nobody, yeah. cares. I just, and I, I, it's, it's tough without fans too. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I can't put it all on these companies because this Thunderdome shit and I get it. You got to find ways to make money and let people be in the stands and all this crap, but it's just, it's not the same, man. I mean, there's a lot that I, and it's got to be tough on the wrestlers because a lot of them do feed off the crowd. That's, that's the whole thing, right? I mean, you're supposed right. to feed off of the crowd, if, whether you're a face or heel, either way, it doesn't matter. So that is affecting it in the background as well. It, it's hard to come up with storylines where you can't have live reactions to know if they work or if they don't work. So I, yeah, I, I want to. I, I got to play devil's advocate there too. I mean, that's yeah. But, but you're right. Bringing back bringing back old stars doesn't it, it doesn't help in right. any, whether you have twenty thousand people in an arena or whether you have zero people in an arena. It's, yeah. it's but the, then also, you know, you're partly right about not having the fans thing too, though, because I think even I mean, think of you know TV shows. You know, if, if there's TV shows that don't have, I mean, like Law and Order. Law and Order's not in front of an audience, or I, I'm just—that was like the first show I could think of off the top of my head that doesn't have an audience. But at the same time, you care about what's going on from week to week. You know, like if you know, it's okay. You don't have fans, then come up with something to make people care to watch on TV. You know, like and so, like to me, I don't know, like to me. Not having fans there, I, I, to me, it's not an excuse. Because if you actually gave something people to watch that's interesting or remotely made sense on TV, then people are going to watch. 
whether there's fans or not. It's true. And you know, like we're not even you're not even getting we're not even getting that right now. Like we're not even getting anything, you know, worthwhile watch it to watch. And that's what they think. And that's why they think, oh, well, if we bring Sting back, we'll pop a rating. Or, oh, we'll do a Legends night and we'll pop a rating because people want to see Flair and Hogan. Yeah. Right. No. Well, if you're going to do that, then just put Stone Cold on every – just pay Stone Cold again and put him on every week if that's what you want to do. Because you want to pop right. and that'll pop a rating. People will turn exactly. on every single week to watch a 10-minute Stone Cold segment on every hour. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And they'll tune so- in the entire time. I don't uh it's well yeah. you'll hear how fun AEW was it's on now but um so MJF and Jericho beat top flight and uh the only thing good about it is when the fans sing Judas it's about the only good thing well, about this whatever. show they're piping that in too I see uh, it online that they pipe that in kind of like the Goldberg chants like they used to Oh yeah, like I'm sure. They, well, there's uh, not any, there's not many people there, so you got to pipe yeah. that shit in. But no, even if you know, even like then there's people there. They, they, uh, I, I was reading on Reddit. I guess that's the way you can tell if AEW was live or taped or not, depending on how long the people, like the fans, sing, uh, sing that that hook from Jericho's uh, entrance theme. Because usually, yeah. like, nobody really sings it. Like it just, they just like pipe it in. I guess if he's like standing in the ring smiling, then basically they're piping it in, which I think is hilarious. Besides oh, the way his body looks now. Oh yeah, he's, he's, he's looks a like he's a champion. Yeah, looks like he gets bigger okay. every week. Yeah, the cinnamon monster. Oh God! But this reading this is this what made me happy. So Sting's gonna get interviewed by Tony Schiavone, right? And he he does a impression of Dusty talking about color. And uh, he came to AEW because you know Dusty's offspring is leading the charge. Ah, blah yada yada yada. But the best part, I thought a bear. Taz calls Schiavone a jabroni and blames him for all the hype around Sting's arrival because of his. It's Sting! <laughs> so I'm just reading that. I start laughing. He mocks him with a goofy impression, and uh, he doesn't care how Sting feels. So they they go to he tries to get his team to go in and charge the ring, but the lights go out, come back on, and of course Sting will have backup. Don't know who. Jurassic Express are going to beat the Dark Order. Pac beat the Butcher. Um, Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford announce, make their wedding announcement. Uh, and Miro's the best man. Some weird shit. Dustin Rose. I would love to have Peapod explain half of this shit to us to make it. (laughs) Why is this worth (laughs) Like, why is this shit worth watching? Seriously, why is this shit worth watching? Explain to me why you take the top heel in the company in MJF and you put him in a faction that that nobody cares about. That is not over. Like, why kill all his steam? Chris Jericho is Triple H fucking 2002 to 2009. Anything anything remotely hot, he jumps on 
just to be able to share that spotlight to say he was in that match. Right. I like it. That's a good take. Yeah, you, you save that one. Save that one for Peapod. This, that'll be interesting. <laughs> that'll be good for... I'm just going to sit back and put my stuff on mute. And we go listen. Wanna, that's all I want to know. Like, seriously. Explain that to me. He might. Um, but here, I, I did like this. This is about the one thing that makes sense. There was a bonus segment where AEW world champion Kenny Omega lost the title to Brody Lee Jr., but not really. Omega came out, joined the Young Bucks in the ring. They offered a spot in the elite to Brody Lee Jr., Brody's eight-year-old son. Dark Order came out, started a brawl that led to Omega and Brody Jr. having a title match. Brody Jr. jumped on Omega's back, made him tap with a rear naked choke, and was announced by Justin Roberts as the new AEW champion. Fun stuff that may have been some kind of Christmas present to his to Brody's son, or maybe filmed for being the elite or Dark Order's YouTube stuff. Probably just a fun segment for Brody Jr., that's about the one thing I could get down with. Give it to Brody Jr. Give him the title. Give an eight-year-old the title. Like Nicholas, tag team champion. Oh, that, was that was dumb as shit, That too. was bad. That was bad. Oh. I just, I don't know. I'm just tired of having my intelligence insulted with me. That was not good. No. Oh, my gosh. So maybe they're Maybe they're trying to spark a charity up, too. I mean, last time WWE, oh no, I guess Dad Nicholas. But uh, I mean, Jesus. Well, uh, Miro said that uh, I know he got fined. I don't know if it's storyline or legit. He said a superstar from AEW owes owes him some cash, seventy five k. Orange Cassidy owes him some money. I don't know if that's legit or not. Wouldn't surprise me. If he don't have seventy five k at this point in his life. Maybe he just need to go home and let Lana make all the money. Uh, I I would let her make all the money. Like storyline or not, like that's just stupid. Tell me how you really feel. God, you know what? Speaking of Kitty Omega, you see what Jay White said? <laughs> no, I did not. Um, oh my gosh, I gotta try to find that shit now. Um, because you know. Uh, since Kenny Omega wants to be, uh, you know, the, the belt collector all of a sudden. And uh, he had some comments um, on, Jesus, what did he say? I got to try to find it now. Damn. Uh, but uh, he basically, um, you know, um, it was, damn it. He kind of, he was basically commenting on, uh, how he doesn't want to be a, he's, uh, basically what he said was why travel the world to be a belt collector when the two top titles are right here in new Japan. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. Oh my yeah. God. Oh, this is going to be fucking perfect when we get to it. You know what? I'm going to do it now. I can't wait anymore. So um, we're, we're going to do some on this day shit, of course. But happy birthday yeah. to Zelina Vega. She is 30 today. Damn, she's a dirty 30? That's what I'm talking about. 
she probably, happy. She probably what? I was gonna say she might be getting uh, pretty dirty on that OnlyFans right about now. Oh, Ooh. Mm. yeah, <laughs> Alistair Black, man, he's gonna have him some fun. Happy fortieth birthday to Cesaro. He looked like he's oh, been he's forty. They look like that. Ten years. Wow, happy, man. happy! Hey, what would have, happy! What would have been forty eighth birthday to China? Ooh, too soon. Happy fifty fifth birthday to Bart Gun, and just because things work out the way they are supposed to, happy fifty fourth birthday to Goldberg. <laughs> but we all know the best Berg in the business and baddest Berg right. in the business is Gilberg. Yes. But ironically, <laughs> it is Goldberg's birthday today. It's pretty funny, though. I found that Jay White comment. Here it is. All right, you ready? We ready. All right. It says, I'm like a belt collector. Then again, these two belts right here are the most valuable in our entire industry. So I guess there's not really any point in going anywhere else to try and collect anymore. Mm. God damn. Mm. That's some heat. Spit. Hot fire. That's some heat. Mm-hmm. All right. So three years in a row on this day, December 27th, we had a Starcade, 93, 94, 95, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. 93 with 8,200 fans. <laughs> you got to see Paul Orndorff and Paul Roma beat two cold Scorpio and Marcus Bagwell. The wonderful. The Shockmaster beat King Kong in a minute and a half. Lord Stephen Regal beat Ricky Steamboat. Or, well, sorry, they had a draw based on time. Cactus Jack and Max Payne beat Shanghai Pierce and Tex. What is it, Stazinger? Tex, Tex Lazinger. Oh, Slazinger. Uh, the Godwin. Small. Yeah. Oh, that is? Yeah, that's the Godwin. No shit. Rick Rude beat yep. the boss. Steve Austin beat Dustin Rhodes, two out of three falls. WCW United States title. Road Warrior Hawkins. Sting! Beat Brian Nobbs and Jerry Sags. WCW tag titles. 30-minute match. They won via DQ. And Ric Flair beat Vader uh, for WCW World Heavyweight title. Don't know who the champ was. I'm assuming Ric Flair. In 93? In 93. It's probably Vader. Uh, you said Vader won the title? No, Flair won a match. I don't know who had the title. It doesn't tell me. Um, it doesn't say title change, so I don't know. All right, in 94, he goes from being the main event to the first match on the card. Vader beats Jim Duggan, U.S. title. Alex Wright beats John Paul Levesque, Triple H. Johnny B. Bad beats Arn Anderson. Brian Nobbs and Jerry Staggs beat Booker T and Stevie Ray. Mr. T beats Kevin Sullivan. Sting beats Avalanche. And Hulk Hogan. Oh, my God. Already? Sorry. We're not even even a half hour into the damn show, and you got to dive over the top rope. Uh, You know what? I'm going to start. When is Peapod supposedly coming? (laughs) The 13th. I'm going to start counting dives over the top. Now i got to suffer through AEW. But I'm going to count dives over the top rope. Oh, God. 
Well, make sure you have your music too. Make sure you remember your music because it's going to be music focused on that wrestling show. (laughs) All right. And then Hulk Hogan. two different Americas right there. Hulk Hogan beat the Butcher. All right. Uh, 95, Jushin Liger beat Chris Benoit. What is this? Koji Kanemoto? Is that right, Cody? You know the Japanese guys. Koji Kanemoto? Yeah. Yeah. Alex Wright. Lex Luger beat Masa Chono. Was this, were were they like crossing over? Chono. They were working with New Japan. They had a working relationship. WCW had a working relationship with New Japan Mm. from like. Oh, just as Masa Chono. Oh, yeah. He's supposed to be Masa Kirito. Savage Um, beat. Yeah. This is all. This was Starcade 95? Yep. Up until, from like 89 until like, hmm. from 89 until they went out of business, basically. They had a working relationship with New Japan. Hey, let, um, let's. Started let, with the great Luda. Let's see how good you are right now. I want to know current heavyweight champions. Who's the New Japan heavyweight champ? Right now? Oh, shit. I want to say it's Jay White right now because he's the heavyweight and the intercontinental champion right now. It's not Tetsuya Naito? Shit. Thought it was still Naito. It's got to be Jay White since he just made those comments with both belts. All right. Um, NWA, who's your champ? Oh, Jesus. Last I remember, it was Nick Aldis. Still correct. He just bought a house. He, okay. he was Conrad. I saw that on the Twitter. He just bought a house with his uh, wife. What's her face? Uh, what you mean, what's her face? <laughs> Man, what? I would not tolerate that type of slander. That's just wrong. Dude, I love her too. I'd take these to Mickey all day long. Yeah, you wrong for that, man. I'm dumb, man. Come on. Come on, bro. Who's your impact champion? Uh, Rich Swan is the impact champion right now. Rich Swan is? Want to talk about, yeah, unless you want to talk about Moose, then he's the TNA heavyweight champion. Which, instead of wasting time with fucking this Kenny Omega nonsense, they could have had, man, it could have been a nice little Rich Swan Moose feud. But I guess that would make too much sense because, you know, Kenny got to walk around trying to collect belts like fucking comic books or some shit. I don't know. Who's the Who's the Ring of Honor champ? Oh, uh, boy. Oh, boy. Who is it now? So I know PCO had the title, and then I think Rush had it. I'm going to go with Rush. I think he might still be a champion. You are correct. Yeah. Who Who is the current AEW champion? <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Fuck right. He just—he let me down, man. Remember yeah. how high we used to be on Kenny Omega? Oh yeah, before he went there. Yeah, we just been let down. Who is the current NXT champion? I didn't know this. The NXT tells you how much champion? I've watched. Yeah, has been the champ this for a hundred and six days. Oh shoot. Oh, who is it right now? I think it's Finn Balor right now. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. 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 So there you go, people. Think I'm just ranting and raving. 
and not knowing what the hell is going on or what I'm talking about. I know what the hell is going on. Uh, he, he claims <laughs> he does. Start, all right, all right. Then who is the – people start talking shit. Who, <laughs> who is the PWG champion? They're not even – they don't even exist anymore. So WWE, the, WWE absorbed them, didn't they? I don't know. It says he won the title on October 9th. Really? Some a pro wrestling gorilla? It's got to be, right? I don't know. Yeah. Who did W or was it Progress that WWE just bought out? I don't know. Who maybe they it bought. was. Pro, maybe it was. Yeah, maybe it was Progress. Jeff Cobb was wrestling here in March. Yeah, so I think Progress is who WWE bought out. Well, anyway, it's Bandito. Um, yeah, I would have known that. What about AJ, AJPW? What's that? That's all Japan. Who's the champ? And Jesus. I can't find all Jesus. Japan anymore. I didn't know Jesus wrestled. <laughs> Jesus! Well, depends on who you ask. They wrestle in AEW. They're <laughs> the tag team champions. <laughs> man. I'm sorry, man. I'm just over it, man. They were supposed to be everything that we were hoping for in North, like in, in United States pro wrestling. They were going to be, you know, they were supposed to be like the actual good wrestling, like Ring of Honor, you know, with, with a few names like Impact, but then completely different from freaking WWE. I'm still waiting on this whole sports-based, um, you know, the sports-based feel that it has. Hell, the only sports-based feel is these quote-unquote records that they have for the wrestlers. Like, everybody's doing the same damn moves. Like, every match starts out damn near the same. They come out punching each other. Somebody gets thrown outside of the ring, either uh, by Hurricanrana uh, uh, or um, oh my god, or a backdrop over the top. And then next thing you know, they stand and look at them for like five seconds, and then they run the ropes, come back, and then dive over the top. <laughs> oh, God. Lather, rinse, repeat. And then you get a roll up for the pin. After, like, somebody throws their finish on them, you know, you put your finish on, you kick out of it twice. And then they sit there in disbelief. No, they do that every single pin attempt. You ever notice that? How that's like a thing now? How like people are shocked that you, you know, kicked out of a pin attempt, even though it's like three minutes into the match? And they, they hit you with a clothesline. Not a clothesline from hell, just just clothesline. No. Yeah, just regular clothesline. Clothesline, arm drag, pin attempt, kick out, shocked face. <laughs> slam the cam, slam the, you know, slam your hands on the mat. Can't believe it. Jump on the top rope, do my finisher, kick out, shock face again. The match already went eight and a half minutes, so you get a this is awesome chant because it went eight and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, man, I'm just over it. I'm done. I'm done. Like, the two biggest companies in the country are the two worst companies in wrestling. Like, Hands down. Did you see, um, I can't figure out where that article is. Um, 
to where CM Punk was uh, CM Punk was like uh, he said something to the effect where like pro wrestling will probably be dead within 20 years in the United States yeah Oh, I got to hear it. I see Tony Schiavone's here. I got to see if he says it. It's Sting. <laughs> see. Oh, my God. <laughs> there it is. Oh, my God. Oh, God. So only, thing, only thing left now, you need JR as things come to the ring is they got their faces painted. They got the Galoob <laughs> dolls. They love this man, the Stinger. <laughs> Oh God! We got it. We got it. What I was waiting for. We got to end this. I'm done with wrestling. (laughs) Yeah, man. Exactly what I was hoping for. Freaking, I got a night to stay up late and watch wrestling, and I get to watch my granddad come out. (laughs) I get to watch my granddad come out, going through. You know, he got him a little girlfriend at the nursing home, so you know he forgets to wash the soap off his face and comes out of the room in his room. (laughs) His pajamas. Thanks. Thanks, Tony Khan. Appreciate Thanks to us. <laughs> Thanks to Wes Anderson for my quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to all our clothing, Crandall Squatty Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. Sorry, Sparty Steve, we didn't get you on the show. Maybe next year. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And there it goes. I got my face painted. I got my glue dog. And I'm standing here asking, make it make sense, Peapod. Oh,